Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am talking with Holly all about building that dream job and scaling to six figures without sacrificing your weekends, your priorities, your life, which is something as solopreneurs, a lot of us tend to do, especially in the early stages. But we're here to teach you, you don't have to do that. So with that being said, Holly, welcome in. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to talk to a fellow Ohio mama today about all of these good things because really it is possible and Holly is going to teach you how. So before we dive in, Holly, can you share more about yourself, who you are and what you do? Yeah, so my name is Holly Haynes. I am in Columbus, Ohio, and I like to say that I teach you how to build a full-time business on a part-time schedule, but the catch is without being dependent on the social media algorithm. So when I started building my business, it was in January of 2020. I'm 44, so I have a 20-plus year corporate strategy career. I had twins who were in kindergarten And I decided that, you know what, I'm going to start a podcast and we're just going to like dabble in this entrepreneur thing. And then the pandemic hit and everything kind of went sideways. Um, But what I learned was it was actually the perfect time to uh, create a business, kind of like making lemons into lemonade. And a lot of people really resonated with, well, how are you working full time and building a business, you know, and I always say like having twins in kindergarten is like something I never want to repeat, (laughs) like, and doing that and like keeping your sanity in the middle of like a worldwide crisis. And so that's what I just started sharing and teaching and layering in my experience of business strategy, which is what I did full time in a way that's like super simple and easy and makes sense for, you know, women in today's world where we're pulled in 8,000 directions. So that's what I like to chat about. Oh my gosh. So good. And you are proof that it's possible because for so long, I feel like as moms, we've been praising this hustle culture. Like, you know, you're a mom martyr. If you do it all, if you're the most burnt out, stressed out, wow, look at her. No, it doesn't have to be that way because at the end of the day, that hustle culture, that's what leads to burnout and overwhelm. And that's just not sustainable. So for the mom that's trying to build her dream job and just feeling so overwhelmed, where does she even start? Yeah. So dream jobs look different for everyone. So I think that just that question alone is a great question because it may or may not be an online business. Maybe it's a product business. Maybe it's just getting a different job or doing something different. And so the question that sort of like changed it all for me was, can you keep doing what you're doing for the next 10 years? And my answer was like, oh my gosh, no, I would just like want to die and crawl in a hole because I was working, you know, 40, 50 hours. And this was before the pandemic hit. And it just, it wasn't something that I was excited about. Um, so I always like to ask that question because even if you are in the stages of where you have a business, the way that you're running it really makes a difference because 
I always say, you know, factually 50% of female business owners quit in the first two years because they get burnt out. Right. So if, you know, four people are listening, two of you are going to quit. And it's not because you're not excited about it. It's because it's hard to keep up all the things. And so what I really like to share is how can we just make it simple? Like how can we make the business steps really simple so that we don't get overwhelmed and we could keep going? Like we could keep going. I could keep my schedule the way it is right now for 10, 20 years and I would be completely happy. Um, And so if you're like, well, Holly, how do you actually do that? There are actually two things that I recommend. The first one is, is if you have a business or you're looking to build a business, when are you actually working on it? And it's a really simple question, but like you have to set aside time to work on it, like scrolling Instagram or checking emails in the car or listening to a podcast interview while you're driving your kids to dance. Like that's not working on your business. Like there has to be time where you're doing the strategic things that are going to move the needle forward. And so for me, I was like, okay, I'm giving myself a year. I'm going to work an hour a day. And most of the time it was like between six and seven 30 in the morning, because I like to turn into a pumpkin at nine o'clock. Like if you Same. ask me to, to, to work late, I'm like, I can't, I'm tired. That's not my time. Um, so my like magic hour is early in the morning before no one's up and consistently following that Monday through Friday. So I'm not even saying every day, like five days a week. So that's, that's one step. And then the second step is most of the time we're working in 20 to 30 minute increments, which is totally fine. It's doable, but at some point you need a longer period of time to strategize like what the heck am I doing? which typically for me was Saturday mornings. It still is to this day because everyone sleeps in and I can get up and it's quiet. So, you know, Monday through Friday, I'm working before I go to work for an hour. And then Saturday mornings, I get up and that's like my strategy time. That's like, Hey, what's working? What's not working? What do I need to do next week? It's not planning. It's like, what's the big picture? And are we moving in the right direction? Cause I always say like, as an entrepreneur, you are fixing the plane as you're flying it. Right. But like one little pivot could literally take you from Ohio to California or Ohio to Alaska. Both are okay. But like, where do you want to go? So I use that time, um, Saturday mornings, it's about two hours to just make sure that we're like going in the right direction and we're not repeating things that aren't working. Uh, and then once a week on Sundays is when I do it, I will plan. So it's about a half hour of planning. So that adds up to about eight to 10 hours a week, but it's very strategic on what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. And then the second thing that I did was I layered in Because if you're like me, you wake up and you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, what do I do when I get up? So I set theme days. I still follow them like to this day, today's podcasting day. And I talk, I remind myself like, okay, Mondays are content days. The hour that I have to work or two hours that I have to work, I'm going to write all things content. Or, you know, Wednesdays are podcasting days. I'm going to try to batch all my podcast stuff together so that I'm not switching between things. And also I'm not worrying about when I wake up, oh, what do I have to do today in my business? Um, So those are two like pivotal things that over time make such a big difference. And I always say consistency trumps talent. Going back to that statistic I gave of, you know, half of us will quit because we're burnt out. 
So you don't have to be the best in the game. You have to be consistent because most of us will not be. So that was how I was able to, um, stay consistent. And I've done it now for three years now, and it has allowed us to scale to a point where my husband and I now work part-time in our full-time business, which is nice. I love it. So many things you said Yeah. just then. I mean, it's, it's the game changer when you really sit down and become hyper aware of why you're doing what you're doing and move your business forward with intent. It really does make a difference because I can't tell you how many times at first starting my business, I was overwhelmed. There were all of the things that we're trying to do. And a lot of us are wearing all of the hats. I'm just now getting to the point where I'm outsourced a tremendous deal. So I can just focus on the one thing. But when you're first starting out, that's hard to do, but really being intentional and that right there, that is such a game changer because yes, we are not consistent. We want the results tomorrow. We Mm -hmm. want the bright, shiny objects that everybody else is boasting about on Instagram. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But once you know, okay, what do you want your business to look like? What feels good to you? That's where so many possibilities open up. And as moms, I feel like if you're waiting until one day, okay, when I have the time, I'll do this. When I have the time, I'll do that. You're never going to find the time. Like Mm -hmm. you said, you have to be intentional and schedule that time that works for you. Because I also turn into a pumpkin at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> I I swear I'm like 82 years old. Yeah. And I am just not a night owl. But when I am awake in the morning and everyone else is asleep, same thing. Like I can get nose to the grindstone, like do my thing. And it is powerful because I just get so much accomplished. But yeah, we have to be strategic. And that's mm-hmm. just part of running a business as a mom. Yeah. I, you know, I also say too, I think we get wrapped up in what do I post on social media or I need to have the perfect website. Like you can make money without social media, without a website, like have a conversation with somebody and tell them what you do. Like it doesn't have to be as complicated as, um, we make it. And I share that I actually was sharing this with my mastermind members. I'm feeling like spicy today, but we had, um, so we had like almost 14,000 followers on our Instagram account, which took a while to build. Right. Sure. Um, and we lost it, like it got hacked and it's gone. And so instead of paying a hacker to bring it back, which I refused to do again, I was like, you know, I'm just going to start over. Yeah. So, and my point of telling this story is one, you know, you could build a business without posting all the time, but also no one cares. And I said this, I told my mastermind members, I'm like, I'm telling you this with the utmost love, but no one cares if you lost your Instagram account. No one cares if you, um, redid your fabulous website. Like they want to know what's in it for them. So if you do have an awesome post, like, what are you offering? What are you teaching? I always say serving cells, right? And I always say content is king. So let it do the heavy lifting for you. If you have bandwidth and you feel stuck, like what can you share to help somebody? And it, it honestly doesn't matter the platform. It's just getting yourself out there and sharing what's working for you based on what your, what, you know, what your area of expertise is. Oh, I love that because it is just, you know, it's so easy 
to become overwhelmed mm -hmm. and just get into that comparison mode. Like, yeah. oh, you know, there's all these accounts out there. They're doing these amazing things. Why do I even bother? Well, no, because you have value to bring in your own unique way to the table mm -hmm. and the world needs that. But you need to get seen in order to generate revenue. And like you said, social media is just one way that you mm -hmm. can do that. And for me, I love doing the podcast. And I know you have a podcast as well. Yeah. And I mean, it's just such a great way to connect with so many different people to learn so many different things. I mean, even as a solopreneur, by just listening and implementing what you're learning, you can move the needle in your business. And like you said, it is not scrolling Instagram. It's not consuming. It is being consistent and creating content and putting yourself out there, which can be a little uncomfortable for people mm -hmm. at first. I mean, I, I still consider myself a little bit of an introvert. Like I can turn it on and turn it off, but yeah. at the end of the day, I'm happy like with my little Afghan and a book yeah. and like, I'm good to go. Yeah, no, I think it's important to do what feels right for you, but also like going back to that comparison factor. So we were talking about at the beginning that I have twins, right? And so when people tell me, well, you know, why would somebody buy from me if I don't have 8,000 followers or I'm brand new? And I would say, I would so much rather, like when my girls were born, I would so much rather talk to another mom that had twins the same age that was going through the same thing than buy a book from somebody that did it 20 years ago, because it's just real life. And so I think being able to just remember that like the experiences that you have is what's going to draw people to work with you. And so I can't remember who said that this quote, but it goes back to telling your story. And it's like, it's not, people don't buy products and services. They buy the stories and the magic behind the stories that you're telling. And so your whole goal as a business owner, and it come, it really is this simple, is to get out there and tell your story and educate on what you are an expert in, truly. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh, I love that so much because really it's that authenticity. And I feel like we're starting to see a more of a shift on social media. Like for me, I just, I've started showing up like, okay, you know what? This is me. I don't yeah. want to blend in. I don't want to be on the trend train doing voiceovers. Like, no, this is me. This is who I am. And I'm not going to be for everyone. And that's okay. And really just genuinely like accepting myself and who I am and knowing my worth and what I bring to the table. I think that right there has been a huge game changer. Just that little bit of a mindset shift. Have you had yeah. to make some mind shifts, mind shift? mindset shifts like that in your business as well? Yeah. I mean, I think we all want the quick results. I sure. mean, I would be lying to say that, you know, I think everyone does, but it really does come down to the long game, right? And going back to what I said at the beginning of, can you keep doing what you're doing for the next 10 years? To me, that's like a little compass that says like, well, yes. I mean, I love talking on podcasts. I love like chatting with my clients. I could totally do this for 10 years. So that's how I like can gauge that I'm on the right track. Um, I joke that like TikTok is not my thing. Like I have an account, but I lasted maybe like a week on it. <laughs> I could not do that for the next 10 years. Like that yeah. just not, was not my thing, which is totally fine. Like some people are crushing it. Great. That's totally like do your thing and what makes sense for you. Um, but I also think it comes back to when we talk about like schedules and what's working is really thinking about like, 
what is something that you can do every single day to help people realize one, that you're an expert in your area and two, how are you helping them? So I have like a little post-it note on my laptop that says sell and serve daily, daily, which doesn't mean you're like hawking some program every single day. It means you're getting out there and you're teaching or you're sharing a podcast episode or you're, um, sharing like a free resource that you created, but it's, it's that like consistent every single day so that you start to build momentum. So then people are interested in what you're doing. Oh, so good. I do. I have the same thing. I have a post-it on mine too, and it's show up, share value and celebrate my community. Mm -hmm. And those are my three things that, okay, if nothing else gets done today, I am going to do those things. I'm really going to nurture those relationships and just come from a genuine place of like, Hey, you know, I want to learn more about you or yeah. Hey, I see you're reading that book. I picked that one up last week. What do you think about it? You know, just taking money out of the equation mm -hmm. makes business so much easier. And something else you said too, is just that it's a long game. Being a mm -hmm. business owner is not an instant, like you should not quit your, quit your job and expect that tomorrow you're going to be right. in six figures. I mean, I've been in since May of 2020 and it's involved pivoting. It's involved mm -hmm. asking myself those questions of, can I do this? Is this what brings me joy? Is this sustainable? But isn't being a beginner in a way just such a beautiful thing? Like for me, once I shifted my mindset to be like, okay, well, at least as a beginner, I don't have a lot of eyeballs on me so I can do it messy. I can do it imperfect yeah. and just, I don't know. I don't feel quite as judged. I mean, a few weeks ago, I started a second Instagram account to really just clarify my messaging. Yeah. And it's really been almost kind of fun starting as a beginner again, because I'm like, oh, okay. I'm at ground zero. Like this is what everybody goes through. And, you know, just putting yourself back in those beginner's shoes is it's humbling in a way. Yeah. You know, it's funny because we did start a new account. We have like 200 followers now, which is great. And my husband's like, this almost seems better. And I was like, well, yes. it is better because I know everyone that's following me and it's really fun. And it feels like a, just like a little tight knit community. So, I mean, I think like, I always say, you know, the numbers really don't matter. Like they really don't. It comes down to like truly, truly asking the question of like, how can you help the people that are interested in being helped? Like who cares if you have a hundred people on your email list or 5,000 or whatever it is, because if they're the wrong people, it's not going to make a difference. Um, so I would rather have 10 people who are really interested and like following along than a thousand people who do nothing. Um, and so I always say, you know, pay attention to what people are asking you and like, you know, when you watch your stories or you listen to your podcast episodes, like what are the questions that people are asking and what is the data telling you of like, what's the most popular topics? And then how can you take that? And one of my favorite mentors says, give them what they want, like give the person what they want and then teach them what they need. So like at the beginning of my business, everyone's like, well, how are you, you know, posting on social media? So I created a course. It still sits on my website of like how to, you know, post on Instagram. Is that what I like want to do for the rest of my life is teach people how to post on Instagram? No, but then I can teach them like, Hey, there's actually a better way to do this. You can repurpose content. You can, 
you know, actually teach things that you like and use it in different ways. So it's give them what they're asking for and then teach them what they need. Oh, that's so good because I think we forget to look at the numbers and use the data. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge turning point in a business to really be able to take the emotion out of it and look at the numbers, dive in and see what's working, what's not working and use that feedback. Again, we're overcomplicating this. You know, use what your audience is telling you. I throw polls up all the time. I'm planning an event for this fall. And literally like this year, every aspect of the event, I want my community's input. I want to know how I can serve them because it's not about me. It's about we. It's about serving them and providing them with the resources that they need, which that's truly fulfilling to me. That fuels yes. my fire. That's what I can do for 10 plus years, you know? Yes. It's easy yes, when you feel exactly. fulfilled. But when it doesn't feel aligned, when it feels heavy, when it's draining, it's exhausting. And it's a really quick way to get burnt out really, really fast. Yes. Ugh. Holly, this was such a great conversation. Where can we get into your world? Yeah. So the best place to go. So I'm going to actually give you guys my workshop um, that teaches you how to build your eight to 10 hour work week. Um, I call it CEO week because it's truly becoming the CEO of your life, not just your business. And I like to say that a priorities, life priorities focused business is honestly the fastest way to scale because you're actually living your life first. Um, so you could go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash CEO week. And it's actually a five day challenge that will teach you like, okay, what do I do on Monday? How do I set my business hours? What's the theme? How do I make this work for my business? I'm actually behind the scenes, um, answering questions. So you can like type in questions as you go. Um, and yeah, that's the best way to connect. You can also come to our new Instagram. Um, it's the Holly Marie Haynes. Um, and I do show up there occasionally and pop in some bonus training. So I'd love to hear, um, what you thought of this episode. Oh, so good. I will make sure everything is linked up in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. Holly, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your massive value with our community. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.